Who knows what Christmas is all about? America, for 300 years, has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers, new opportunities. Hey, we stay here to get up. Clicking sounds. Sounds that reveal the presence of radioactive rays. The instrument, a Geiger counter, is converting radioactivity into sounds we can hear. Welcome to Tank Riot. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Here's the Tank Riot Christmas show number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you from tropical Madison, Wisconsin on the eve of the big one. Yes, That's right. Another storm coming through. And many to follow. Yes. I've been sharpening my shovels. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be ugly. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, this evening, we will be talking about all things Christmas. Tor and Victor will be discussing the history and evolution of Christmas as we know it today. I, Sputnik, will be reviewing separation of church and state, or why does some douchebag always try to put a nativity scene in the courthouse lawn? <laughs> but first, let's, let's talk about some of our upcoming holiday movies. Now, myself, I am very excited because on Christmas Day, I am totally going to see Valkyrie. I know, I know you're going to see nothing, that one. Nothing says Christmas to me like a Nazi conspiracy. Tom Cruise is all over the uh, the airwaves now. Yeah, I know. That's fairly time. unfortunate, but there you are. Yeah. You know, I, I saw another film that you might want to see. Uh, I was at the Cinema Suicide blog reading <laughs> some movies that he's uh, seen previews for. One is a Norwegian film about a bunch of uh, teenagers going off to the to the woods Oh, and geez. they go to a cabin where there are a lot of dead zombie Nazis oh. that come to life oh. to kill all the kids. And it's it looked creepy. And, you know, zombie Nazis, I, it just it had Sputnik written all over it. So There's nothing more scary than a Nazi than zombie Nazis. <laughs> I think it's called Dead Snow. And, and Cinema oh. Suicide had the had the preview up, the trailer up. Oh, I am so writing that down. You can watch the trailer for dead that one. Snow. <laughs> I was actually scared of the dead zombie Nazi. So yeah, um, oh, but that's at Sundance. So excellent. Just, it'll be a while till we hear Is from it that Sundance? one. Sundance. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look how far they've come. <laughs> well, I've I've seen some uh, more extended previews of uh, the the Watchmen movie, and Ugh. that just looks fantastic. It just gets better and better. So Absolutely. I'm highly looking forward to that film. Although on the reverse side, the new Star Trek movie. Oh, my God. I think this one's going to uphold the rule that every odd-numbered Star Trek movie has really got to blow. Right. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do about this Silar, the character from Heroes, as Spock. Oh, they look like a bunch of Radio Shack nerds. It really looks bad. Well, they're shooting hey, for we'll that demographic. That Have you seen the Enterprise, too? It's like, if, if you're going to do it, then make it look like the old Enterprise, you know, but, but just, you know, do it with better graphics and whatever. But instead, it looks, I don't know. It, it doesn't look right. I'm not looking forward to much. So it's not one of the two the versions they used in the TV show. Well, you know, you yeah. you had the you know when they did the movies, it kind of looked like a Buick, you know, because it was like yeah. battleship gray, and then it had the big square na nacelles. Yeah. And then in you know the next generalization, they they had the you know it was kind of smoothed out and everything, and but yeah. this one instead of making it look like the old you know Robin's Egg Blue, AMF model kit. Enterprise. Instead, it it looks kind of, I don't know, somewhere weirdly in between. Can I say huh. that earlier this evening with the seven year old Viking princess, I just watched the uh, TOS or the original series episode Mirror Mirror of Star Trek. Oh, that is with a classic. evil Spock and evil Kirk and your Spade. agonizer, Mister Chekhov. <laughs> no, no, Mister Spock. No, <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. And you know the scar that Mr. Sulu has. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I could I did better makeup when I was a kid at yeah, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but no, whatever. That's a load of fun. That episode. <laughs> Emphasis on load. Load. But you know there were some good Christmas specials this year. You know the Stephen Colbert special, oh, the greatest gift of all. That was magnificent. Yes, that was. You know I yeah. thought that was just about as trippy as the Muppets' letters for Santa. <laughs> 
That was kind of odd. That was, I, whoa, whoa, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure what to make of that. Yeah, should I be laughing or crying? I, point, a little sure. both, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like if you see a, a Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, you sort of expect it to be like a Muppet movie, but of course it's got Michael Caine right. as Scrooge, and you know, so he brings a real gravitas to it. He's but. in a lot of those. Isn't he also in the tr- Muppet Treasure Island as well? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, so I don't know. He's a popular character i love the little mice though the little, yeah the little, little dickensian mice i swear out. they're just pulling people off the street to do the voices nowadays <laughs> the voice of scooter showed up and i'm like who the hell is this guy this is the weirdest thing so ever. is this a new one or an old yeah, one yeah it's a new one really? it's a new one yeah it, it's yeah it's it's about as trippy and weird as the stephen colbert but i think it's all unintentional oh wow <laughs> oh i guess t- they've done christmas specials in the mm-hmm. past well they did john denver christmas with the muppets oh, i remember i think that that's one. the one i saw yeah yeah. yeah, that's a lot of fun. There's, um, I discovered a new channel, a new cable channel, which I did knew nothing about before. This channel is what TV Land strive to be, but has failed miserably. Oh my God, they have each night is just delves into like Thursday night is Irwin Allen night, so they have Time Tunnel, Voyage to Bottom of the Sea, Land of the Giants. Um, on Wednesday night they have Rat Patrol and Combat. Um, I loved Rat Patrol. I had a Rat Patrol lunchbox, which I swear, I wish to God I still had. What channel is this? Uh, I think it's 132 American Life American, oh. something. <laughs> but Wow. Oh, and then on, on Friday nights, they have Adam West Batman followed by the Green Hornet. Oh, You know, man. with Bruce Lee and the Black Beauty and, oh, very nice. Hey, speaking of new TV channels, our uh, ABC affiliate in Madison is uh, – now with the digital signals, you can broadcast uh, multiple stations on your uh, frequency. So they've added a second channel, and uh, I noticed they're playing Kojak. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Kojak. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to check out more of that. Grandpa Sputnik introduced me to all the classic um, um, cop shows like um, The Can Man, Canon, mm-hmm. Hawaii Five O. I I adored Hawaii Five O. Best theme song ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> and and the whole the whole show, you know, they get in those big black slab sided Fords and they just go screaming down the street. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, Dragnet. There was the Dragnets that I always loved the most were the ones uh, from the late 60s where they do all the anti drug messages. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are to die for. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. going down old TV lane there. But Rat Patrol was one of my favorite shows as a kid. And I got to tell you, seeing it as an adult, I still love it. It's as stripped down as possible. It takes place in a desert. You got like six guys, two Jeeps, 250 caliber machine guns. They take on the entire Africa Corps and win. <laughs> Is know? this a uh, World War II? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to check that out. Oh, it's a must. <laughs> I think. I feel. <laughs> but anyways, back to Christmas. Back to Christmas. The reason yeah. for the season. Yeah. That's right. Can't we just keep the Christ in Christmas? <laughs> Interesting you should uh, <laughs> mention about Christ in Christmas. I saw that billboard again today, and it always puckers me. A lot of the times people are referring to the abbreviation uh, Xmas. Right. Like X-A-M-S. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, that is... That it, used to be how they signified his name. Yeah, that's a legitimate christian kind of thing to do because uh in the greek i or was it the latin now i can't find it. i believe it's the greek in the greek yeah you know christians are really torn about this holiday yeah yeah but (laughs) but anyway forever ago yeah uh uh you you can uh, symbolize christ by using the x essentially and and so xmas is actually a legitimate respectful way of to talking about christmas Mm mm-hmm so Very true. there you go. Save a few keystrokes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Xmas. Actually, I noticed in the office that people are saying Merry Christmas again, as opposed to Happy Holidays mm. or, you know, what have you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great YouTube montage of every time that they say that phrase. <laughs> But you know, if you go back to the, to the original, you know, Christian story, there always were these great holidays on the, you know, on the winter solstice, basically. Yeah, well, that's really what it is, right? And and every different culture had their own different gods. Most of the pagans, 
had their different sun gods that they would worship. Mm-hmm. And, and so when the Christians showed up, then it became the son of God. <laughs> right. And I think that was a Star Trek episode, too, though. The Christmas Star Trek episode, TOS. <laughs> you know, where they where ancient Rome never fell and moved into the 20th century. Well, it's possible that we, oh. we would all be cel- celebrating some kind of mithril fest if if that happened. Like right. if if Christianity never really took off, because back in like 300 A.D., they decided to um, stop prosecuting the Christians and, <laughs> and let tolerance. <laughs> Let's be tolerant of these Christians. <laughs> and then they took over. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, that is really true. I mean, the. Right. Um, with uh, you know Emperor Constantine and mm-hmm. and in fact that was the you know he had a vision which was actually probably more politically motivated than spiritually but um, on the eve of this huge battle you know he had he had this vision and uh, by this symbol you shall conquer and they put the axe with this kind of P in the middle uh, on their shields and mm-hmm. in fact they did you know win that day and then he, they adopted Christianity as a state religion and then it turned 180 degrees then you had to be Christian mm-hmm. and nothing else. Typical human reaction, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were a very pluralistic society right. up until then, but then uh, yeah, it wasn't I mean, much. It, it, that's that's like human nature. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm using using Windows now or or Macintosh now or Linux or whatever, and therefore I think everybody else should too. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. With, oh, uh, <laughs> operating system uh, jihads. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go back to the like the ancient Egyptians, probably had the oldest sun god religion, paganistic religion we had, sure. which is the Osiris. And you mm-hmm. had, you know, Isis, the sun mother. There's this whole Horus uh, story about Osiris being the first um, god that had to die and come back to life. So this this life-death god that, that Jesus basically would be. And, and he had the unfortunate problem of being torn into pieces every time that he... Right. <laughs> and they hit his pieces all over, and then someone would reassemble the pieces and bring him back to life, except for his naughty bits. And That's right. The naughty bits were never found. Yeah, you can I never find the naughty bits. It's like, really? <laughs> really? How many times has this happened? You gotta think one of these times Osiris is like, what? Come on. <laughs> Could you look a little bit more? I mean... Hell no. <laughs> I'm kind of attached. But yeah, so, and then when that came into the, the Greeks, uh, when they were introduced to that, they had Dionysus and you know, they had their other, uh, they kind of merged them together. And, and whenever they would go to different um, outposts, they would just grab whatever, you know, pagan god was that one and kind of create the Osiris, Dionysus right. kind of myth and, and use that god as the as the basis for it. So they were very accepting and they, they would just kind of take over the, the one that was right. already there, use their churches and everything. And that's basically how all these different pagan ceremonies were happening at the time. And you know, back then they didn't know if the sun was ever going to come back. So a lot of these winter festivals sure. were were ways of, uh, you know, regenerating. Lighting, yeah, lighting fires yeah. to encourage the sun to come back and do all these That's kind right. of magical realism kind of things to bring the gods back. Yeah, and for those of you who don't happen to live in the uh, upper latitudes, uh, the days start to get really short. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in Madison, but you know, even if you go further no- north, like up into Upper Michigan or, or Canada, I can see Russia. You know, you get like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly up in Alaska. Your days are really short. In fact, for some, they probably some northern you know parts of Alaska they don't have days at all. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's true. Actually, the only part of Alaska that you can actually see Russia from is this very, very northern island, and they have, like, a weather station there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Sarah Palin, unless she's at that weather station, cannot actually yeah. see Russia. But... Yeah, and Anderson Cooper actually checked that out, and she had never been there. And, like, have <laughs> Send in Anderson Cooper. A bunch of the people Solve there were, weren't even sure who Sarah Palin was. So, I mean, it's pretty much an outpost. She really refuses to go away, though. Uh, yeah. And that's just irritating. And I, I have to apologize for our listeners that we even mentioned her name. Yeah, we're not allowed. Sorry. This is a new era, (laughs) goddammit. He who shall not be named. I I personally can't wait until January 20th. It's just, you know, Uh, not that I think that there's going to be some golden age and it's all going to be wonderful, but oh, for the love of God, let's just get this over with. It's out of the bag. We've got to say that shoe throwing incident was, oh. I thought, just hilarious. Sit closer, wear clown shoes. That's how I would have done it. You know? And I heard he was the sole attacker. <laughs> Very good. I couldn't well, help I, it. I like to think about the, the Secret Service. I mean, they're trained to jump in front of the president and take the bullet for him. You know, and the everything. guy pops out the door in the back. <laughs> but you got to think, these guys have been watching Bush for eight years, and yeah. they're thinking... 
Eh, let him throw another one. Yeah, yeah, because he gets his other shoe off and he whips it again. All you know? I can say, yeah. all I can say, cat-like reflexes. Yeah, yeah. president. He has, did. He did yes. kind of, you know. I he's, gotta hand it to him. He's dodged shoes before. You gotta wonder if there's times when Laura just rips him off, uh-huh. and throws him at him. He's had some experience in he dodging was, footwear. Yeah, that'll be yeah. the that'll be the legacy right there. That image, because oh. it's over now, and that's really that's. That's Quite an interesting That's image. how I will remember the Bush years. Yeah, that would explain the Secret Service. They're like, oh, you can handle this. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that's the thing. okay in here? What's the Secret Service going to do? Ban shoes? Ban watches? I mean, it's people possible. are going to bring items, you know? Well, did you did you hear about that incident on the airplane where people could smell, like, matches lighting in a bathroom? And this woman was in the bathroom, and she was lighting matches because I guess she took, like, just a fearsome dump. <laughs> And post nine one one, you better just let it stink. <laughs> so did they turn the plane around? <laughs> no, but there, there was, you know, probably an air marshal had to wrestle her to the ground or something. Gosh. <laughs> My God, though, you light a match after making a big stinker, that might be a bomb. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be fertilizer. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Jim Carrey in that one movie. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Well, I, I do have to say that the biggest winter solstice festival at the time of the, the Jesus stories beginning was Saturnalia. Mm-hmm. And Saturnalia, is, you know, a lot of people still say that that's what they're celebrating is, um, you know, the, the festival for the god Saturn. And it was a, a, a Bacchus party. <laughs> it was just right. uh, a lot of drinking and all the, uh, all the masters and slaves would kind of switch at first, it was just one day, and then slowly over the years, it started expanding. Isn't that from... Boxing Day in Canada now? Where Boxing you, you Day. switch? <laughs> I think that, yeah. I think that's how it works. I don't know. Canadians, let us know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they do now. But Boxing Day is the whole idea of opening up the boxes of the, the church coffer, right? And giving small gifts. It could be. Yeah. We're going to hear about this one from New Zealand, probably. <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> but... We're not Canadians, so we don't claim to know anything about that. But Saturnalia sounded like a lot of fun. They would uh, do a lot of drinking and partying, and up to a week is how it would turn into. Wow. And then, and then what happened is they, you know, the Christian religion started to really get a footing. They would take over the churches and claim that a lot of the, the former or previous gods, like Mithras and uh, Osiris, were just fake gods created by the devil in order to fool you from the one true God, who's Jesus. So... This is right. now our temple. <laughs> but Christmas, as it's, it's celebrated now, is actually a fairly recent invention, is it not? Right, and that's what's really fun about it. I, you know, I'm, I don't I mean, consider it's myself evolved over centuries, but right. well, I mean, bits but and pieces a lot of, the, of it. But I mean, we literally make new customs every single year. Yeah, you know, with each new Christmas special, and <laughs> kind of. But so the, you know, the, I mean, it's definitely evolved. it's going to be different in a thousand years. It's just I can't wait to see what we're celebrating then. Changing, yeah. <laughs> But the Christmas tree but, comes from, you know, Germanic pagans right. who had the trees as a, you know, the evergreens were the only things that were green and it was a symbol of life and they'd bring it in the home right. and they would hang these little cherubs on it, you know, and, and a lot of people are speculating that that is uh, symbols of ancient sacrifice, recreations oh. of sacrifice, the, the child uh, being sure. sacrificed for the pagan There was God. a lot of child sacrifice mm-hmm. back in the day. That's mm-hmm. how they used to christen ships. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. And it's become... The champagne bottle breaking against the bow, but they used to basically take some orphan kid and, you know, grease up the hull of the boat with his blood and whatnot and send it on its way. Well, good old days. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just champagne. <laughs> but yeah, the, so the, the, I think the first Christmas tree was brought over by uh, Germans and introduced to Americans in the 1800s. Right. I mean, in America, like, for instance, the Puritans and other groups certainly did not really mark the day necessarily in the same way. Right, because Christmas wasn't, it wasn't an official holiday of the church for Mm -hmm. years and years, and it was only when they eventually co-opted the whole uh, winter solstice celebrations that they decided, yep, Christ was born then. Although, you know, scholars are saying that, no, Christ was, you know, those that believe he existed, he was not born on December 25th. Don't really know. Right. Well, I mean, it just it so happens it falls in the you know fourth business quarter when <laughs> um, you know you really got to get those retail sales going. So yeah, I, I, a lot of this builds out of convenience in a way. You can consider it good marketing. Yeah. Good. Um, oh, absolutely, it's good marketing. Good 
evangelism. Uh, you know, if you think back in the day, it was like, okay, I want these pagans to be Christian. Well, let's co-opt their their yeah. holidays and make them our holidays. We're not so, even going to get into Easter. Yeah, so they don't have to give up the, uh, <laughs> it, you know, the partying or whatever they do. And yeah, one of my favorites is the the story of mistletoe, because mistletoe oh, yeah. comes from old Norse mythology, and really? the, the whole uh, the god Balder. Uh, Balder is one mm-hmm. of the brothers of. Uh, Thor, I believe, and he was the god of truth and light. And mm-hmm. so Balder, um, his his mother Frigg made a, a deal with all the um, all the living things and all the things in the creation that they would not um, harm Balder. So she just neglected to ask Mistletoe not to harm Balder. So uh, all the gods were having this party and they decided to test out this thing and they were throwing spears and swords and hammers thor's hammer at at balder attempting to hurt him and nothing would hurt him at all so the god of mischief loki shows up and he uh fools or tricks uh hod which is balder's blind brother into firing a bow and arrow because loki finds out about this mistletoe uh loophole (laughs) and he puts a thing of mistletoe at the front of a spear and then shoots Balder in the chest, and he dies instantly. Wow. So Balder dies from mistletoe, and everyone mourns, and Balder goes to the uh, afterworld, and so does his wife. And and Frigg makes a deal with all of creation again, that if everything in creation weeps for the death of Balder, then Balder can come back to life. And then <laughs> this, is, this is Loki's response. He turns into a, a giantess, and then in disguise doesn't weep for Balder <laughs> so that Balder stays dead. Wow. Yeah, so then... <laughs> That's like not clamp, uh, clapping so Tinkerbell dies. Well, he's just, he's just <laughs> mischievous. But so, so then what Frigg did was uh, declare and hang mistletoe so that uh, people would get a kiss of forgiveness um, and forgiving Loki rather than the wrath of well, death. that's a great story. So the whole mistletoe oh. comes out of this long pagan tradition and pagan story about the death of Balder. So oh. it's all about forgiveness more so than, right. than the, you know, what I thought it was growing up it's just kind of a chance to kind of you know get get a shot at that girl you always kind of what everybody thinks yeah you know and i mean that's a great story but all i kept thinking of was uh stephen colbert's christmas special where everyone's under the you know oh you're under the mistletoe well this is awkward (laughs) (laughs) that was creepy it was was very creepy Yeah, so the berries are supposed to represent blood, and and so you know mistletoe doesn't really grow on the ground. It's like a a shrub that grows on other trees, so you usually didn't find it on the ground anyway. So mistletoe is Norse. I I'd always um, remembered reading things about um, its meaning for like the Druids and the Celts. And yeah, so there forth. are Druidic origins of it as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. But it plays a big role in Norse mythology. Oh, the- I'm sure. Yeah. And there was always a, a lot of going back and forth between, right. you know, the Britain and uh, oh, Norway yeah. and everything. Yeah. So there's absolutely and Bal- crossing of death, cultures. That was a big story because uh, his death would signal the beginning of the Ragnarok and the death of all the gods. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty pivotal part of this North oh, Norse mythology. That's great. But you look at things also out of that era, and I, it, it's from others as well as the Yule Log. This whole idea of one big log that burns. I'm sporting a Yule log. Yeah. So again, it's it's magical, you know, having lights burning and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's fertility and and there's all these traditions sure. behind it to keep that Yule log burning for 12 hours and wow. and then you're supposed to save a part of it from these pagan traditions and mm-hmm. then and then keep it to start the fire for the next year and uh, so the Yule log comes right out of the northern European pagans. Well, I know, like, you know, even St. Nicholas or Santa or whatever, I mean, that's gone through how many variations. I mean, Santa Claus is actually almost kind of like Uncle Sam. Right. It's fairly recent. Each country has its own little version of of Santa Claus. And And St. Nick was the first. Okay. St. Nicholas. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have St. Claus. And and they've all, I think, you know, through the power of Hollywood, most countries, their their version of Santa Claus, it's kind of conforming to... You know the American Santa Claus right, because right. of the you know the Hollywood movies and everything are so dominant. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those commercials? I don't even know what the product is, but they have this like really skinny clubster who's like an albino, and he's wearing this like red suit, and they just call him Klaus. <laughs> no, I haven't seen <laughs> it's that. It's really seen great. That. <laughs> but but there's also Black Peter, and yeah. and Black Peter's supposed to I believe he's he's the helper of Santa, but he's black, so there's this implied. You know, master slave from the 1800s, 1700s that goes along with it, and 
and he's kind of a frowned upon Christmas figure that you don't see much anymore because <laughs> he's Santa's black servant, and it's just very weird. But Black Peter would, I believe, Ooh. cut off the children's toes, and there's these dark <laughs> stories that go oh along with God. children being bad. And uh, oh, So I always man. love the Black Peter because... <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Very and pleasant. Now we're going to be getting hate mail from Spike Lee. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not saying I condone it, but you know, you can go on the web and find images of people, and it looks terrible. It's mm-hmm. it's usually someone. You know how people dress up as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. People would put on blackface next to Santa Claus to be Black Peter oh. as part of their tradition, and they're trying to say, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. That's just yeah. totally not yeah. okay. I'm taking it back. We're taking it back. <laughs> So yeah, you won't see Black so, Peter in the I, the newer. Yeah, I I think you you can question your traditions and you can reinvent them. <laughs> yeah, I mean them some of them are just kind of to, sick and twisted. Well, and yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Claus is a really recent introduction, uh, and that one that one came about really recently. So there never there never really was a Mrs. Claus until the stories of Santa Claus started coming out, and she was right. helping elves and baking cookies and helping Santa. And oh, you have all those Rankin <laughs> Bass animations and those kind of things. Oh, those things. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought those up because those were the sickest holiday specials. Uh, Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Um Rudolph the, the Red Nose Reindeer. Hermy the dentist who wanted to, oh, or oh, the yeah. elf that wanted to be a dentist. I just want to be a dentist. <laughs> I, you I, can't I, oh, fire me. I, I, got I admit. quit. Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. <laughs> I love those specials. <laughs> yeah. Bumbles, bones. I grew up Bumbles, with those specials. Bones. They're so. Is that Yukon Jack? Is that what his yeah, name is? Yukon, oh, yeah, Yukon Jack, Yukon, which of course we've all made our. Cornelius? Uh, Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, yeah. something like Yukon that. Yukon Jack was the crappy orange booze that yeah. we all make fools yeah. ourselves on. But as a little kid, I mean, that's one thing that pulls you away from your normal existence to the land of surreal. The bumble might have and been the scariest thing I'd ever seen of... as a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but the Island of Misfit Toys, I just wanted to blow my brains out every time that was on. Was oh, like... yeah, King Moon Racer, wasn't that his name? Yeah, and he was like this big flying line. Yeah. And he was like this great protector and everything. I thought, I want to know more about what's going on here. You know, <laughs> screw these damn reindeer. <laughs> Because we're from Wisconsin, and that's just good eating. <laughs> With the noise his his nose made when it turned on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, those were funny, funny stuff. But, you know, the Rudolph Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer came about from a 1930s Montgomery Ward ad. So right. that was a purely American creation of that ninth reindeer. Right. And the reindeer uh-huh. names from the original poem, Night Before Christmas, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, those names have changed and kind of been solidified because of translations and such, so that they're uh, they're they're now what they are. The comet and you know Blitzen was one of the right. last ones changed. Uh, but I, I forgot to mention that's yeah. why that's why we're so familiar with the the Christmas tree in the song O Tannenbaum, because it's right. you know Germ- German. Did you guys okay. ever have to uh, do Christmas plays when you were younger? Oh yeah. I oh. think I might have done one, but it's blocked from my memory. I was one yeah. of the three wise guys that brought uh, <laughs> gifts to the baby Jesus. And I believe I brought myrrh. And, <laughs> and it was just like so weird, you know, because you have like tripping over your robes and you have this turban on. <laughs> and so so we go into the manger and the part of, of Jesus was played by, you know, um, a hidden light bulb, <laughs> you know, to show the holy radiance. So we had to, you know, I keep adoring him and looking at him. So like we all had retinal burn by the time we don't go into the light. You know, the play. Yeah, like, oh, here's your myrrh. God, I can't. I love. Wasn't Willie Nelson the fourth? Oh, <laughs> his man. Lo- yeah, the way he brought marijuana to the baby Jesus. Oh. That was great. And then got arrested by yeah. the police. Oh, well, spe- speaking that was of a the, great special, the gifts from uh, the wise men. Uh, now, my dad. Uh, he, you know, kind of when he was uh, between jobs for a while, he, he decided to go and uh, help out one of his friends that had a job in the United Arab Emirates, kind of do some consulting. Right. And uh, so he, he was in the Middle East, and one of the things he brought back was frankincense. Really? The uh, the frankincense, uh, you know, it's something you burn, and it, it, it smells nice and everything, wow. but it, it's kind of, you burn it in a little bowl. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. It does smell really oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I suppose if you're living in a manger, you know, a little <laughs> incense might not be the worst thing in the That's world. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we all know what gold is. Offhand, do you guys, what's myrrh again? Is that a. You carried it. Isn't that. Is a, that a spice or. Oh. Uh, 
I thought it was, yeah, I th well, no, I thought it was like an oil or, ah, Jesus, I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can look it up, people. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, and again, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about it, but if you look at the myths, you know, the, the Mithras, you have the three magi as well. Right. You know, to his divine uh, birth. And, and in that yeah. myth, you also have the representation of the Mother Mary as well. And even in the Osiris, uh, you know, pagan religion, you have the Isis with the son Horus and that that sure. picture of the mother and child that kind of been got transferred into the mother and child, Mary and Jesus. There are, there are these are archetypes that are, have, have been yeah, handed down over the centuries. They've been rearranged, reshuffled, changed, brought up to date, but essentially they're the same story over and over again. But what's great is how the Puritans were so upset about Christmas and didn't want anyone celebrating this secular holiday, and they, they banned it, and right? they tried to get people not to celebrate it. And Puritans and, were kind of a tight bunch. <laughs> yeah. And now you have you have different I, cr Christian movements wanting to put the reason for the season in it, and, and others that are saying, you know, don't right. celebrate I, I th it. I believe and, it's the Jehovah Witness that do not celebrate Christmas. Yeah. They do not. No. Yeah. And and they like called me when I was in college once, uh, just doing their version of evangelism and trying to argue whether or not it was good to have a Christmas tree and Right. I there's different ways to look at it, but I, I obviously uh you know, hey, you want a Christmas tree, get a Christmas tree. Don't bother me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh but I, I but yeah, there's always this tension, especially within religion, between people that want to sort of puritize things and get, you know, get real precise about everything, and those that just say, okay, you know, just have a good time. Yeah. Definitely more with the have a good time crowd. Well, me too. I mean, yeah. myself, I'm an atheist, but I don't have a problem with the holidays in that I just look at it. I mean, let's be honest. It's it's winter. There's the cabin fever, the claustrophobia, everything else going on. But, uh, you know, your emotional landscape is pretty barren. But honestly, the holidays, once all the shopping and other crap is done, is a time to get together with family and friends and just kind of leave it at that. It's a holiday for kids, essentially. I mean, one of the things yeah. that I finally worked out with my family is, is that, no, the adults don't really have to exchange presents because, really, there's nothing you need, nothing you want. What's the point of trying to find something, you know, come up with something that you really don't care about, but, you know, you just go make someone shop for, you know, it's for yeah. the kids. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. But, um, yeah, the the whole idea of, uh, well, I guess I, that's probably a good segue into the, the separation of church and state, which is just, yeah. there's always some horse's ass. <laughs> and, you know, and this... <laughs> you know, you know, you talk about putting the Ten Commandments, you know, in a courthouse or a civic building of some kind. That happens, but not as much. This happens every year. This I love the Stephen Colbert where he corners the the senator who or the House of Representatives guy right. who wants to put the Ten Commandments in the courthouse and says, can you name them? And the guy couldn't. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's, it's very important that they're there. There's thou shall not kill. Uh, <laughs> I'm still coveting ass. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it gets a little esoteric once you get down to number nine. You know? That's right. That's right. And and the the, the, the reason of uh, using the topic of separation of church and state is that it does become very important around this time of year because one of the things that I think is, is very um not very well understood, is that separation of church and state protects both parties, the church and the state, the secular and the religious, equally. But when you get, I guess I would say, fanatics who want to um, oh, essentially overturn that, and they want, uh, you know, well, it's a Judeo-Christian uh, country and it was it's a it's a it's a it was formed on cr Christian principles and uh, we want to get prayer in schools and keep the Christ in Christmas and so forth. No, you're completely and utterly missing the point. Right. It um, freedom of religion also means freedom from religion. If you don't want to celebrate in a particular way, but you know you can just go to your office party or get together with family and friends, whatever. That You can do that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to keep the Christ in Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, and 
so the the separation of church and state is is very misunderstood because well people say well it's it's not written in the constitution it's not I well mean, isn't I, the establishment clause <laughs> part of the constitution yes it is i mean in fact it is in in various forms i, I think the the phrase separation of church and state was to, was first used by thomas jefferson you know no less than george washington in in talking about a treaty that he had with tripoli in the latter part of his administration was saying in no way is the United States to be thought of as a Christian nation. Right. No, really, if, if you can't believe George Washington, <laughs> what other source can you possibly uh -huh. use? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, game over. Right. You know, that, and it, the, the mm -hmm. reason was, is Tripoli was then, as it is now, a Muslim nation. And what he was saying is, is that simply because we're not a Muslim nation by majority as you are, we can certainly have a treaty, and there's there's no problem here. There's no, you know, that we we are a secular state, but you can you can exercise your religion in most ways, except if you're you know starting to get into sacrifice and some of these <laughs> other weird things. Yeah. yeah, obviously you can't do that, but it protects mm -hmm. the basis of your religion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if it didn't, I mean, if you if you really want to take these arguments to their their illogical conclusion. And you want to have prayer in school and this and that and another thing, then I say tax the living shit out of everything that looks like a church. Yeah, well, I they, mean, let it go both ways. They are tax-free yeah. institutions, so right. Yeah, yeah. So That's a good point. And well, and and this has been challenged because there are there was the um, during the Obama McCain um, election, there were there were pastors from the pulpit telling people who to vote for as a challenge to the separation of church and state, and they were threatened with the loss of their tax-free status tax exemption right. yeah exactly yeah but it, it, it's you know sometimes i'm i'm thinking the the tax exemption status sort of takes the teeth out of religion too it's like you know maybe you should just throw it away and let the religion be what it is but you know it's and, and that's you know that's a, just the thing though you can't have it both ways you cannot have it both ways that's right and um of un unfortunately, Scotty Nation has more than its share of these type of issues. I feel like we've had a rash of people not taking their children for medical care lately. Yeah, and then having the child yeah. die because of the the belief. Yeah, and, and I think that's, that's always a sad I think, story. I think those people are you know criminally liable for their. Well, and, and they, they do go to the court system. There's, it's yeah. just a long, drawn-out. It makes the news one day, and then yeah. there's a long, drawn-out you know legal issue to settle with the negligence of the parents. And Yeah, and I, I, I just seem to see a lot of that lately. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I know that the Freedom From Religion Foundation, has they're, they're based right here in Madison, Wisconsin, and it's a group yes. of agnostics, atheists, and free thinkers. And I, I personally am a card-carrying member and an atheist, uh -huh. um, but I have no problem with Christmas, and I have no problem with nativity scenes or churches or you know the religiosity that some people put in Christmas. That's great. I, no. But right. when it comes to state capitals, <laughs> then it's a, a different issue with the nativity scenes. You have to push there. away from it. Now, now, myself, I've always felt that um, even though I am an atheist, I do not find... I mean, I have a fascination with historical and current religious expression or spiritual expression does not mean yeah. that I'm a seeker or I want to believe like Fox Mulder. <laughs> and you know, yeah. let me just say this about that. I watched the X-Files <laughs> You movie said that Judy. last time you liked Come it. Come on, yeah. people. I still haven't seen it. Also, I saw Traitor yeah. with Don Cheadle. Excellent. Oh, so oh yeah? I'm putting that out I'll there. I'll check it out. Cool. So Manitowoc... And and of course you will uh, here in Scotty Nation, Wisconsin City. <laughs> we we have names that are are very Indian, or they are very obvious. So for instance, if your the town was founded and there's a lot of water, it will be called Watertown. Um, if it has anything even vaguely connected to uh, an Indian, a Native American community, it will be Manitowoc. Uh, Muscoda. No, it's Muscaday. Conomawak. <laughs> Schwannel. Schwannel. Yeah, for, for more great yeah. examples, listen Pestable. to the Gomer song in our Madison Music oh, podcast, yeah. which yeah. listed off a hundred strange Wisconsin uh -huh. city names. But what happened in Manitowoc? Well, in Manitowoc, Manitowoc County Courthouse has a nativity scene. And it, it goes up every year, and these little Catholic nuns put up this you know, manger and everything. And it always says Christmas blessings, uh, glory in excelsis Dio, glory to God in the highest. 
there are some people that are saying, look, this is this is really not appropriate. Well, one of the approaches that people are using now, and I'm not sure how I feel about it exactly, is, well, look, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have a nativity scene, but what if do you do you want um, something Muslim, something Buddhist, something pagan? Mm-hmm. You know, you can put these all up. Well, the problem with that is, is a lot of these communities say, well, I don't know if I'd really want an atheist, uh, you know, putting something up saying there is no God. <laughs> well, in fact, and uh, uh, Boing well, Boing had an, an excellent yeah. one up about an atheist sign at, at a nativity scene, which I, I really feel I, I kind of have to read. Uh, an atheist group places sign beside a nativity scene at an Olympia, Washington government building, and some people aren't pleased. The Freedom From Religion Foundation previously posted a sign in Madison, Wisconsin, that protesters have reportedly turned around so it can't be read and thrown acid on it. Then the sign said, Religion is but a myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves mind. The sign says in part. It actually says, At this season of the winter solstice, may reason prevail. There are no gods, no devils, no angels, no heaven or hell. There is only our natural world. Religion is but myth and superstition that hardens our hearts and enslaves minds. Right. And, you know, the, they, they they have that up here in Madison. It has been ripped off and turned around and poured oh, acid yeah. on. Now it's, like, glued on. <laughs> you know, right. It's, uh-huh. it's in a glass case or some kind of case so people can't v- mess Victor, with it. Victor, where is this? In, in the state capitol. Oh, really? In Madison, yeah. And I, I, I am a member of the Freedom From Religion Foundation, and I really appreciate the work that yeah. they do. I'm, yes. I'm a as, as huge fan of theirs. <laughs> And the Olympia, Washington, created such a scandal that uh, all the news crews were there, and uh, eventually someone stole it. Right. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> they drove it miles away to this... <laughs> yeah. Where it could never find its way home. <laughs> they threw it in a ditch by this country radio station that was, oh. that was advocating stealing it and advocating tearing it down and talking about how horrible these atheists were. So, oh, God. Yeah, so they eventually yeah. recovered the sign, and you know it's, it's somewhat abused, but it's back up. But, you know, the usual attack for the nativity scenes is to uh, decorate them up, guss them up a little bit. Because there were two court um, orders, one in 75, one in 89, that basically set the president that said, you know, okay, nativity scenes don't count unless they're part of some other uh, display that includes other religions so it can be deemed secular. So what they do is they guss them up with candy canes and other things that are, right. you know, happy holidays kind of thing. <laughs> right. And then it's, oh, that's just part of our display. <laughs> happy yeah. Festivus. Yeah, happy Festivus. And now for the airing of grievances. Uh-huh. Happy Festivus. <laughs> a Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. Now, in Wisconsin, we have a big Christmas tree right in the center of our capital, you know, inside under the dome. And that's been a long-standing tr- tradition. Right. I, I actually saw the thing today. I checked it out, and uh, you know it's cool and everything. Uh, but yeah, you have to give the opportunities for other religions and right. atheists and and. But it, but, but other yeah. but other courthouses have tried this as they've put up like like local Wiccan groups <laughs> have put up stuff, and then it gets like torn down. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I yeah. mean, if someone like you know left an upper decker on a nativity scene, there would be you know a huge outrage and angry villagers. But yeah, it's okay to tear down the Wiccan. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. and you know what's interesting about that, you know, as far as putting it on the courthouse lawn, uh, you know, in the United States, most of the churches, at least through the Midwest, have a you know pretty good sized lot. There's plenty of room to put a nativity scene in a church, and a lot of them do have nativity scenes on their own property. Oh, yeah. So why you have to stick it on the courthouse lawn is, right? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't well, know why that's. I think the, that's such the, a big I think deal. that's yeah. the point. They they yeah. are trying to make sure that their nativity scene is more important than other uh, religions. You know, I think it yeah. is a push for putting and recognizing that religion is important to. The government of the United States of America. Yeah, right. Same reason we put in God we trust on our money eventually. Yeah, it. Yeah, it is interesting in that. Uh, while Christmas is, you know, seen as important in an important holiday within most Christian faiths, really the the holiday that that really defines what Christianity is all about is uh, Easter. In that, you know, God would let His only Son 
die to save the you know to forgive the sins of you know mankind etc oh sure tor i know what you're saying i've seen ben-hur right (laughs) but yet there's no outcry for setting up easter displays on on courthouse lawns and stuff like that very true that's because we're also like emotionally dead from winter you know so by march or april it's like yeah whatever Yeah, watch the Passion of the Christ. My shovel's worn <laughs> out. Of nails. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a snuff movie by any other name. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, um. Have you seen the Passion Tour? No, I don't believe I have. Oh. I. I. I yeah. I should read that. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh. My favorite was the rubber hand getting nailed to the cross. That was fabulous. Uh, <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a web comic of you know what if Jesus were killed by electric chair, and it had you know. <laughs> Guys with big electric chair, cross, you know, necklaces with electric chairs on them and, you know, hats with the electric chair like the cross is on everything. And because you, you'd think that'd be the last thing Jesus would want to see if he came back is crosses everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my happiest moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? Thanks for reminding me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have one more story, and this is from uh, Lafayette, Indiana, uh, the South's middle finger into the Midwest. <laughs> Oh, where they say things like, yeah, it's time to do the wash. Uh, This pizza is kind of greasy. And statistically, they have the most uh, clan of any state in the Union. Really? They have the Indy 500. Yeah, yes, they do. Home of David Letterman. Yeah. Um, Jack Ruckle plans to build a Christmas nativity scene in the bed of his pickup truck and park it in front of the Tippecanoe County Courthouse. (laughs) Tippecanoe. Tippecanoe. And, of course, Tyler, too. And there's, I mean, I know I'm exposing the weakness of the medium, but there is a picture, and it's it's just outstanding. Oh, this nativity's in the back of this guy's truck, and he's just standing in front of me like, yep, got a nativity it's not, scene. It's not made out of beer cans, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that would be cool. I There's got to be a done. beer can nativity scene somewhere. <laughs> If you have a beer can nativity scene, scene, please send pictures to Tank Riot at feedback at tankriot.com. Right. If you don't have a beer can nativity scene, get working. Yeah. That's right. And you know you've got the stock. And so apparently uh, the the courthouse salon has had a nativity scene every Christmas for 30 years. But they, they banned such displays last year. So uh, Jack is you know going to pull his pickup truck there and just open the lid. You can adore the baby Jesus, played by, I don't know, probably a halogen light bulb of some kind. Wow. Oh, my God. I just, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, you got to realize, uh, you, you know, December in the, the higher latitudes here, our, our days are really short. Yes. So it is nice to cover the houses with lights. That just yeah. gives us something to look at because we don't have a whole lot of sunlight. Uh, it's... <laughs> You know, fun to have fill things with, you know, crazy, you know, Santa Claus, lights, mistletoe, whatever. You know, it's just lightens up what is otherwise a pretty, pretty dull month. I mean, can you imagine December without Christmas? You know, it'd be kind of, you know, depressing because, you know, you still got January, February, March in front of you. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) In a way, yeah. it's sort the days of days are starting to get longer soon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, well. it's, it's uh, kind of a distraction. No, you're right. I mean, for that, yeah. it's good. Yeah, but well, and uh, I think Sputnik hit the nail on the head that that I, you know, I personally love Christmas and celebrate. I don't have a problem saying Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays just because I'm right. an atheist. I grew up with the holiday. I grew up with the Santa Claus and all those things, and right. I think it's it's a wonderful thing to be celebrating, whether you're. You know, religious or not religious, but um, it's kind of the the way to celebrate happy solstice or the way to celebrate sure. that things are turning around. In the in the olden times, it was uh, giving treats to children, just like Halloween was giving treats to children sure. to demonstrate to the gods. You know, your kids need food, and right. um, so it's just yeah. evolved into gift giving and and that that whole yeah nothing wrong with it, it at all. It, 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 even if you look at the at the Christian angle of it, is it, you know this is. You know, God giving his only son, uh, this is the beginning of Jesus' life, and uh, in the end that you want to save humanity. You know, this is God's plan to save humanity, and it it, it does have that, that generous giving angle to it, right. mm-hmm. which uh, you got to sit back and think about when, you, you know, you're getting all crazy and 
you know, trampling over the workers at Walmart. Uh, well, and so. If I have to take a life to get a Wii, <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, I don't. I don't want to get started on it. But Walmart, you know, and and when I look at the secular, uh, how, how the corporations are trying to deal with Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas, they're always sticking their foot in their mouth because the right. religious right, the minute you say Happy Holidays, they're all over you. And they, right. you know, in 2005, yeah. I believe they took on Best Buy for not saying Merry Christmas, and then Best Buy got boycotted, and then they started saying Merry Christmas. So every corporation is just on their tiptoes trying to sneak through this holiday and sell as much crap as they can without <laughs> getting some kind of boycott. And here, I guess, uh, Walmart in town has said, that they, they can't have Salvation Army people inside the building. They have to be outside. Um, and I think it's for legal reasons. I mean... You know, I got to say this. The Salvation Army are Christians I can deal with. Yeah. I mean, they do good work. They honestly yeah. do good work. I, I just, have no problem with the Salvation well, Army. Well, they are very anti-gay. And so, you know, they have they have agendas that are very anti-gay. And well, no, so they no, have their right. issues. Yeah, yeah, they do have some issues, and they do, a lot of their money goes that way. I'd rather make a donation to, uh, you know, a different cause, personally. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm just, I'm simply saying that they, they do, you're right. I mean, I, the Salvation Army as a whole does have a lot of very anti-gay positions, which I, I don't agree with. That's why I'm surprised they're so successful here in Madison. Well, yeah. I think well, you don't hear about the anti-gay stuff. So you, you don't you don't hear about it as much. But I, I think yeah. I think the, one of the things that I f- I find uh, attractive about the Salvation Army is that they do a lot of work with the poor and the hungry and and so forth that I think the government doesn't even begin to touch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, civil, county, or federal certainly, and um, mm-hmm. you know they're they're one of the more Marxist elements of Christians that I can kind of deal with. But yeah. Right. I think I think the anti-gay thing is fairly recent, and I I think it's it's one of those kind of ugly little things that cropped up. Mm-hmm. But I think their history of of helping the poor has been has been excellent, actually. Yeah. Um, but I mean that doesn't excuse yeah, the other right. part either. You know, you know they also they they also just recently arrested. A woman for yeah. stealing uh, Salvation Army kettles here in Madison. They got, we, yeah. we have a, a local con artist that was stealing Salva- Salvation Army buckets. Not much Army of a con bucket. artist. She would grab the kettle and then run. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, no, actually, she'd sit down and ring the bell for a while and make it look like she worked for him and, and then take I didn't it. even know that. I, yeah, I just saw the, yeah. the video picture of her like running away with the red kettle. Yeah, she like, just, that's got to be hard to hide. She'd sit yeah, and ring, no ring a bell for a little while and she'd be like, okay, I got to change out the buckets and then take it. Yeah. And leave. yeah. She I'm got, gone. She got like 500 bucks and now she's arrested and yeah, you know she's going to face criminal charges. It's enough and, for a felony. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know. That's lead, pretty lead grinchy. This, that's lead, pretty grinchy. Yeah. Even, yeah. even by, you know. Yeah. Even if you don't like Classic the Salvation Grinch. Army, that's pretty grinchy <laughs> that's, to be stealing that's their uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna find that channel that's playing the Christmas Story 24 hours a day on Christmas and watch a you little know, of that. That is a fun movie. <laughs> I gotta say, the 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 the. La- the leg lamp. The leg lamp is a classic. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, that and the BB gun. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's a wonderful life. No, you know that's hard to handle. It's it's like Susan fifteen Tattles. hours long. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. god, it goes on forever. Although, you know, one... Jimmy Stewart. I mean, I'm an interview yeah. later in his life said that that was a movie that he never ever ever thought would become a holiday classic because it's so dark. It is dark. Yeah. And it is. It's incredibly yeah. dark. I yeah. think they were going to re- release it in July or something, and I don't know. But yeah. anyway, it, that's a whole other story. But I don't know if I could get the seven-year-old to... Viking princess to sit through a three-hour black-and-white film. Yeah. I mean, there in, is in a the... real prejudice against black-and-white with the, the age, generation. I know. In I the age of, you know what? I have the age to of Nintendo the... and SpongeBob, where everything's like, bah, 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 exploding on your face, Yeah, you know, yeah. putting up with that long form is kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to admit, though, I, you know, I've seen the movie, and, and I do like it. I'm not sure I need to see it a hundred more times. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I did like it, too. I, I, I liked it. I mean, it, you know, it's cool when they're dancing and the floor pulls away in there. It's a pool there. I mean, I, I dig that sort of thing. I love the yeah. Saturday Night but, uh, Live parody they did back in the 80s. <laughs> I think it was the 80s. Yeah. Where they beat yeah. the shit out of Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter death. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm giving angels their wings. <laughs> and he's just banging on the bell. But you know, I did have some success with documentaries because we sat down uh, and watched Man on Wire, which is the documentary oh. about the guy who walked on a wire from one World Trade Center tower to the other. 
and and how he planned it and how he did it and his whole story of why he wanted to do it. And it's a fantastic documentary. He did it in 1974, shortly after the construction of the towers. And sure. it's really great. If you get a chance to check that out, that's probably oh, the that best documentary great. I've seen in a while. Wow. I'd like to see that. Huh. And it held her attention. So <laughs> got to work our way into the black and white. Well, I mean, I think I mentioned this in our first Christmas special, but in the Sputnik household, we we have uh, DVDs that we definitely pull out. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens is, if it's the right telling, is I think a you know good version. Yeah, like the one with George C. Scott I think is is probably one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it's very close to the book and you know very well done. Um, of course, uh, um, National Lampoon's A Christmas Vacation. Right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really get much better than that, except I, for Bad Santa, the unrated Bad version. Santa, unrated. <laughs> that is the Sputnik household family classic. What about Elf? Elf is a really great holiday film. I had a lot of fun with that. You got Bob Newhart. Elf you, is a great movie, but it doesn't have lines like, oh, so you shat me out of your womb? <laughs> <laughs> True. Check and mate. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned in the first Christmas special that the Elf, A-L-F, yes. Christmas special is pretty cool, too. Oh, that is a good one. I've got to find the, that one because they're playing Elf on TV Land now, I Oh, I, 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 I have that. You have uh, that special. Yes, I will. You guys aren't going to pull out uh, Star Wars Christmas again, are you? <laughs> Christmas in the stars, Christmas in the stars. What a merry Christmas this will be. Christmas in the stars, out among the stars, lighting up a Christmas tree. Come on, everyone, and sing. Ooh, what do you idea. get a Wookiee for Christmas <laughs> yeah. when he already has a comb? Oh God, I, just, I, I opened up this vein now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I got I to gotta put that on loop. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll be some outro music. Oh, actually, I have really great outro music for this particular show because this is not our most up with people Christmas episode. So I've got a great song by one of my favorite um, artists. Uh, his name is Paleface. I will not tell you the title of the song, but you'll get it when you hear it. <laughs> it is appropriate, and thank you very much to Paleface for letting us play it. Oh, very good. All right. What episode is this, Tar? Uh, uh, 64. 64. Will yeah. you still love me? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm 64. That's right. So uh, this is our last podcast of 2008 it's a festivus miracle that's right we will be back in 2009 with many more exciting topics <laughs> barring some kind of y2k failure of the or just simply too much systems. snow <laughs> yeah i can only hope <laughs> it might take us days to shovel out of shovel out of this next oh, one. Oh, it's but... the big one yeah oh it, it could be raining frogs by morning uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we chose we chose to avoid the eggnog of rotten eggs and beer, which oh. is what it originally was. I can't. I don't know how people drink egg and Old beer. Old style deviled eggs. So enjoy some wild turkey <laughs> over the holidays. Yeah, yes. or Always whatever a classic. your particular favorite might be. <laughs> yes. If you have any feedback or anything to tell us about how wonderful we are or how wonderful we aren't, you can email us at feedback at tankriot.com. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> And we, ladies and gentlemen, we do get both. Thank you very much to New Zealand <laughs> Props for some really great emails, positive and negative, and we love it. So thanks for listening. Tell your friends there must be a new server in New Zealand that's now forwarding our content. All right, yeah. Happy fucking end of the year from Tank Riot. <laughs> hey, one thing I got to mention. <laughs> Go. That I should have said right in the beginning. But if you really want to get a quick rundown of the history of Christmas... Uh, this aired just Monday of of this week is uh, the the Big Bang Theory uh, Christmas episode. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, it's a you know a sitcom, and uh, Sheldon gave a real rundown of the history of Qu- Qu- Christmas there. Pretty Excellent. cool. So uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I like Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Christmas is fun. Come on, just yeah. but mellow out what though. What the don't, hell? Yeah. Don't don't get Try all. Try and relax. Yeah, don't don't get all Nazi about it, <laughs> or dead Nazi about it. Yeah, <laughs> zombie Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> oh, zombie strippers is out on DVD. Um, we should tell our listeners that's about a that. decent Christmas gift. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. It's a stocking stuffer. Stocking yeah. stuffer. So you know, right? 
Well, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy <All> holidays. <laughs> Can't we just have an old-fashioned Christmas special? Now here's the gold diggers. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> and now here's Dick Clark. <laughs> Is he still alive? Seriously? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think they're going to keep him alive for a can, while. Can he yeah. physically be killed? Doesn't Paul have a Christmas special? The guy from the 70s? Paul Lind? Or is that Halloween oh special? That's Halloween. Still okay, yes. never mind. Yeah. I, oh, well, my. he may have a Christmas special. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. It just oh, hasn't been has DVD to. or yeah. Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing now, Blu-ray. You know, so they, they pull out all these movies and charge you, you know, twice, probably double for it. And it's like, well, you know, it's on Blu-ray. I think hey, download I, content's going to kill I, that I, anyway. I'm, I'm thinking of, I, uh, listeners, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I, uh, Tor is thinking of buying a PlayStation 3 so he gets the Blu-ray player and he can use it as a Myth TV front end. Anyway, that, that's what we're thinking here technology-wise. But, mm. yeah, I, 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 like, I like my high resolution. <laughs> Those are some notes from the engine room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, this episode yeah. ended 15 minutes ago, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is the tape still rolling? Probably. It all depends what lands on the editing floor. <laughs> it's like those touch screens. I mean, okay, I can understand that if you're a dentist or you're in a restaurant, but otherwise, no, touching your screen is bad. <laughs> yeah, That's greasy stupid. little thing. You have to buy an expensive cleaner to you know, clean yeah, it up. You have to wash it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want I'm, an iPhone. I'm always iPhone. telling the kids, no, and, don't, don't, don't touch do the really screen. Yes, I do. But you want I'm, an iPhone? I'm oh. not. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to get one. Why? I'm just <laughs> not going to invest the money in it. <laughs> well, it has so many features. I know you can touch the screen with your greasy <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I just. I don't know. You can tilt it. <laughs> Look. No, I'm looking at it like this. Yeah. Oh. My, it's like dangling cheese in front of me. <laughs> my my brother has an iTouch, and he had some little, which is like the iPhone without the phone part, and uh, he has an app on it. it it's like a, a bottle of beer. So it, it, you look at the screen, and it looks like beer, and then you tilt it, and it looks like, and, and it actually like pours out the side. No calories. It, it oh tilts, yeah. It's, it's like the, the, the empty beer. I mean, I th- yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but if you know, are you familiar with Microsoft Surface? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this big oh. table. I saw the computer. spoof commercial on YouTube. Yeah. Or <laughs> oh my but, god! You know, if you put a drink on it, you know, like <laughs> bubbles come off it. But you know what I'm curious about is like if you just like put your bare ass on it and fart, will <laughs> bubbles come out? Bubbles. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I almost have to try that now. You know that that reminds it's a table only you pay five thousand dollars for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me of wasn't the early. Uh, like a, a punk video game, didn't they make a table version? There's yes. table kind versions of a coffee of version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love a tabletop Pac-Man. I or would love like that. Death Race. Yeah, mm. that's my favorite video game of all time. You know, stand up. You know, uh, my dad has like three stand up uh, video games in his really. Garage. Yeah, he's got Zaxxon, Centipede, <gasps> Donkey Kong. We could we could do our own uh, King of Kong. Holy cow! Wow. We could film. What are you one gonna do with those? I don't know. Why I'm, aren't they in your house? I'm, 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 <laughs> I, I might ask for them for Christmas. Holy cow! Wow. You oh know, my god! I could like really fit out the the basement. Uh huh. That's yes. fantastic. You know, because they're just kind of sitting out in the garage. Oh, All right, you, listeners, if you don't you hear knows. from Tank Ride in a while, it's because we're playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's right. <'Cause laughs> got to get level, the record, eh? level 24. <laughs> we will get there. I, I saw a t-shirt. Was like, Jesus saves uh, when he reaches the next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the say, what is it? Jesus saves, but Gretzky gets the puck for a goal or something like there's a there's another Gretzky one about Jesus saving Jesus saves Esposito scores yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> check out our other shows at tankriot.com this has been episode 64 and Victor Sputnik and Tor we'll see you next oh year <laughs>
Now that we did James Bond, I like I find everybody's mentioning James Bond. Everywhere yeah. I turn, someone mentioned something about James Bond. <laughs> Strawberry Fields. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding everyone saying how many times they've watched Batman. I watched it 17 times yesterday alone. I broke the laws of time and space. <laughs> Dark Knight was an excellent movie. No, it was excellent. I still I mean, haven't watched it again, but yeah, I'll have to. Hey! Happy Festivus, everyone! <laughs> <laughs>